Hello and welcome to Your Wellbeing Journey and this is my second podcast in this series and this one is um, called Two Steps Forward and One Step Back and I want to say a big shout out to the three people I know have definitely listened to it and provided some really positive feedback so cheers guys. So I can't quite believe how quickly this month has gone and I've been working really hard on my fitness. Yes Joe, I have I promise even though you've been on holiday. Keeping up my two sessions a week and three at the beginning of this month as as Joe is going on holiday. And I even joined a class with two of his other clients, um, which was great fun and brought out a little bit of competitiveness between all of us. Now, one thing I did try this month was reducing my calorie intake from 1,888 calories a day to 1,588. However, I ended up eating 2,000 calories as I was absolutely starving. So I've reduced to 1,788 calories a day um, and the, my average calorie intake was for the first week of August was 1,699, which I was much happier with. And it was great because when I weighed in, um, just before Joe went on holiday, I was 81.6 kilograms. So it was all looking very positive and then he went away. And unfortunately, my session <laughs> sessions didn't go as well as I'd hoped when he was on holiday. Um I was all geared up to go to the gym four times a week. I have all my little um, sessions uh, stored. He'd sent me to them on my trainer app. Um, And unfortunately, I started having a lot of pain in my hamstring. So much so, I was actually struggling to walk at one point. So I had to cut the sessions right back to two sessions a week um, and just be really careful not to do exercises that put pressure on my hamstring of my left leg. Um, So I recently also bought a canal boat um, which I was busy moving into that. So that also meant that I wasn't able to get to the gym as often as I wanted to. However, the buying the canal boat did mean that I can escape for long weekends away from my parents' house, which is where I'm currently legally residing, although I'm not officially on the electoral register, as that would fully be admitting that at 48, I was actually living with my parents, which I'm quite not ready to do yet. Um, I have found a nice um, hour's walk by the canal, and it's a circuit and I, when I go up there I do that most days and I, I'm usually able to clock up about 10,000 steps a day because I do a lot of, lot of walking backwards and forwards up and down the towpath to the toilet. <laughs> the boat is a nice relaxing atmosphere um, and I'm able to do a bit of writing and a bit of reading on the boat as well um, and listen to some music and it's a really good place to chill out. Um, and also um, having a clip of an interview recently I heard it, uh, I think it was on the radio, about people's weight issues being related to emotional stress and not dealing with issues from childhood. Um, I've also been listening to various meditation and self-healing podcasts, including Heal the Hurt by Kenny Vise. And after listening to this, I decided that I have a lot of issues relating to events that happened in my childhood and early adulthood that have affected who I've become as an adult. And there is a theory that this could be related to weight loss, as I say. The theory is that people eat when they're unhappy and if they haven't dealt with childhood issues, that could be making them unhappy. And this is certainly true for me. I do eat when I'm unhappy. So to test this theory, I thought I'd spend four days on the boat walking and eating the right food, avoiding the gym. And there was nothing else in reach and I couldn't walk anywhere. I'd have to get in the car and physically drive about 10 minutes down the road um, to a shop if I wanted to buy something else. 
But what I found is because I was nice and relaxed and doing positive things like meditation and reading and writing and listening to music, I wasn't hungry anyway. Um, and I also what I was doing is um, I was writing letters of anger to people who I did have childhood or early adulthood issues with. Uh, mother's is six pages long. <laughs> I've never had a great relationship with my mother. Um, people have said that it is due to us being similar, but actually we're completely the opposite. She doesn't really show any feelings or emotion. And I actually used to frequently scream at my mother, you don't love me, as that was how I felt growing up. I used to stomp upstairs and slam the door. There's a still nice crack in, in, the, in the wall. We've been polyfilled over, but it, we know it's there. It's there. The crack is underneath the surface which is kind of how we are as people if we have cracks underneath the surface we can polyfiller them over but the crack's still there and we actually haven't dealt with anything so that is what I'm trying to do I'm trying to actually um, properly repair all the cracks so I was an introverted child and I know I have suffered from anxiety it's a feeling that you can't cope with anything and you want to panic and you want to run away from it all and I know I do become very arrogant if I feel that I haven't had the right amount of praise. And I frequently put myself down and I do, did lack self-confidence, but I really worked on that this year with traveling a lot. Uh, mother always told me as a child that I was too sensitive and I needed to find a way to hide this, but I don't actually think this was the right approach. I think that's just not the way that I should have done it because consequently that leads to you suppressing your emotions which is not necessarily a good thing. Anyway, since writing my rage letters, I find I've been able to put past aside a few issues that I had with people um, completely in the past, and I now don't feel any animosity um, to them, which is really, really great. And after spending a week on the boat, um, walking around, eating the right food, being children relaxed, when I got to the gym for my next training session... After about a week, my weight was 80.1 kilograms. So I was ecstatically over the moon about this. So I found myself back at my parents for a week for one reason or another. I did a couple of gym sessions, no walking. I found I was starving all the time. Got back on the scales a week later and I was back up to 81.7 kilograms. And I'm not sure what the reason was. It could well be linked to the positive mindset idea. However, the difference could also be water as I haven't drank as much on the boat. And if you see my Instagram post on emptying my chemical toilet, you'll understand why. So this month, I've also decided to start yoga. I'm one of those hyper-flexible people. My trainer, Joe, noticed that when he was doing my assessment, and as has my yoga teacher. I also used to ride horses for over 30 years, which has really helped with flexibility. So I thought yoga might be okay for me. And also it's to do with breathing and anxiety. And one thing I first noticed when I started with yoga was that I was looking for praise from my teacher as to whether I was doing it as accurately as I should be. But because I've been working on myself, I know I need to work on self-love. So it occurred to me that as long as I was happy with the way I was doing it, that was what was most important, not what somebody else thought about it, what you think about yourself. Now when I overbalance and nearly fall over, instead of worrying that I'm doing the wrong thing or I'm not doing it properly, I just laugh. And it takes me back to my childhood when I was riding my pony. I just fall off and I just start laughing because it didn't really matter and then I get back on again. So now my yoga instructor, when she can see that I'm wobbling, 
<laughs> trying to balance. She just comes over to work with me on my balance. As she see it now sees as well that she knows she can approach me because I'm laughing. I think when I was first there, I maybe looked a little bit scary and a bit defensive. And I used to rush off at the end of the session. Um, but tonight, um, I don't know, because I think the way that I'm looking at myself is changing. Tonight, I was more relaxed and I was chatting to her about horses and how when we train them, we get them to do a kind of yoga. We need to get them to relax because I used to ride horses. I've ridden since I was four years old. Um, and we need them to get them to relax. And you can see their eyes change and you know when they're kind of changing and they look relaxed. And obviously, the eyes are the key to the soul. Um, and that's because horses can't speak. That's the way you have to learn to communicate with horses through looking at their eye and through their body language. So when the horse relaxes, the horse will then start to stretch down, stretch the neck down. And that way, you know, you're progressing and you can know you can start moving to do something else with them and move them up a little level. Um, and like yoga, when you're riding, you're asking them to walk at A, trot at C, to disengage their brains and to let them relax a bit like we're doing plank to downward dog etc it's the same thing and in the so getting them to relax their minds which means they're released they're relaxed in the body just as we are and we get our minds to react say doing yoga so yoga is also about breathing and the most common thing that we forget to do when riding is forget to breathe and this means we tense up which pushes ourselves out of the saddle and it also makes us tense and the horse feels it and being a flight animal the horse will think, oh, you're tense. There must be something wrong. So they tend to tend to tense up, which then leads to a spooky horse. And what we should be doing is actually doing some relaxation breathing when we're in the saddle, letting our body relax so we sit deeper into the saddle. So one of the things that I'm sure of is that I am tense and anxious when I arrive at yoga. But when I leave, I'm always smiling and feeling a lot happier in myself. So I have another weight check this week. Um, I have eaten a pack of chocolate nuts, which is the equivalent to the calories of a meal. So I don't this week. In fact, I've eaten two. So I don't hold up much hope of having lost any more. And I'll be keeping my fingers crossed that I have not gained any when I step on those scales. And thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this month's podcast. <laughs>